My next guest is only 17 years of age, but is a strong fighter against excuses and an even stronger advocate for social change. When Daniel Diallo arrived in Australia, he found it hard to get along. He has gone on to being an entrepreneur, doing a TED talk, and is a mindset coach and sales coordinator. Welcome to the show, Daniel. How are you, Danielle? Hello, hello, welcome. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you for coming on. Awesome. My pleasure too. So, Daniel, you were born in Sudan um, and you you actually dislocated your right hip when you were pushed off a building. Tell us about that. Yes. Yes, so I grew up, I was born in Sudan um, and at three years of age, there was this uh, playground in in Sudan where my cousin and I were, were playing outside and she was like, oh my goodness, why don't we just try and climb that, um, this building type of thing that was still being built. And I was like, yeah, sure, why not, yeah, right? Yeah. And harmful as it is, um, we, we climbed up there and um, she, she, came, she came and directly pushed me, right? Oh. And so um, I, I, I fell and this located my, the right side of my body. Um, had to be rushed to the hospital, um, and it's 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 amazing because the fall didn't didn't um, affect me as much as like the the consequences of the fall. Yeah. So like the the bullying came later on, the um, the back pain came later on, um, and the fact that you just have to live with a disability, right? It's, That's right. It's that and, and um, learning to forgive my my cousin for that act has been a huge, huge, huge part of my um, success story because that was just a that was just baggage. Yeah. Right. I was I was able to let go of. How old was she at the time? And she was five years old. Yeah, I mean that she, she was so young herself. <laughs> it would have been yeah. very, very hard. So that, that's why. Mm. That's true. That's true. It is. It is. Uh, but as in, she, she, she didn't. She didn't know as well. And of course. Yeah. As in, like, yeah. So you got to forgive those things. That's right. Um, and I know how excruciating hip pain is because I put up with it myself. So mm. dislocation. I can't even imagine the pain that you go through each day, and it doesn't sort of go away. It is always there. Yeah. For like thirteen years now, been yeah, limping. Crazy. <laughs> Limping along, <laughs> but yeah. limping in, limping into strength by the sounds of it. Yeah, limping with 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 purpose though. Exactly. Um, I I find more and more so that the people I I talk to every day, um, mm. I'm just trying to get people to get clear on what they what they want in life, right? That's right. Because once you get clear on what you want in life, it's very 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 easy to map out the next few steps of your journey and that's that's when it gets exciting so you after that incident you actually moved to egypt where you learned arabic for five years how did that come about yes (laughs) so so the 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 doctors in in sudan they they work on the basis of um give me the money and then i will fix him up yeah um so and at the time we didn't really have the money so my um, my auntie lived in in Egypt as well, and my grandma. 
So we decided to move there because of that and because of the um, the medical help that I needed. Right. So that's how the migration um, occurred. And then we um, they put me in school then. It's interesting to see. So I, I went to like kindergarten in Sudan, right? Mm-hmm. And then that was all, all like black people, right? <laughs> um, that's a skin people, right? And then coming to Egypt with um, being at school surrounded with caramel skinned people, it, it, was, it was definitely an eye opener. I bet. And it's really, really interesting because when I came to Australia, right, one of my first schools here was an English language learning school. So that was like multicultural um, in in um, Melbourne. So mm. it was it was really really experience. That's so it's so funny too because I mean uh, Egypt has its own you know issues and and you know ways of life etc. Yeah. Et and then you move to Melbourne where again first of all you're in a multicultural <laughs> school but. And you've got to go into society where, I mean, Melbourne is quite multicultural, but it's still got a large mm. majority of white people. Mm. And etc. Yeah. So is that where you found the difficult, like the difficult, different cultures um, started to, you know, you started to disassociate from yourself for a while? Mm. Well, there was, there was always that sense of displacement, you know, like mm. you've just been picked out of your original spot and plucked into a different spot, right? And you have to like deal with that and get used to it, right? And so that I found, um, I struggled with initially. Mm. Um, and the, the back pain and the bullying kept coming on. Um, and it was just, it was just, it got up to the point where it was all too much. Yeah. And I, I considered like, why, why am I here? right? What, what's happening right now? Mm. And I started asking myself these questions and it led to, um, to like, for example, if it wasn't, cause so I'm a bit of a um, Christian as well. Yeah. So I say if it wasn't for, for God, I, I would have like been in a worse, worse place than I am right now. Well, I mean, it's good that you have something I, like that. You have, you know, your faith. Yes. My are. faith is, is where I dedicate most of my success to. Because so it, it's it's really it's really good knowing that you have a core that yeah. you can like you can go to. So, and from that too, awesome. I love I love what you say that um, before you realize that your home is subjective and you choose where home is. Mm. That's a really statement. So I I said that because it's. We, we don't obviously choose where we are born, right? We're just born and, and we have to, like, we don't choose where we start, but we can choose where we end up and what we make of situations that have been dealt to us. Yeah. Right. And I'm doing that every, every day. So I, I am a digital marketer now. I'm in a company called Digital Eagles um, in Melbourne, Melbourne's yeah. best like digital marketing agency. And how I got that was to by positioning myself to to get that job, right? And mm. I I I'm 17 years old. I'm by far the youngest person here, right? How I get these opportunities is by expanding my my skills range, and then looking out of the scope. Like what's 
what's out there. And I must then say, to myself and say why I really want that. I must say, for your age, mm-hmm. you've done some incredible things. Um, not only have you opened your own business, I actually did watch your TEDx presentation, Breaking oh, thank you, thank you. and I think you did an amazing job on that. Um, but you also you. are assisting Destiny Rescue Australia to help get kids out of sex slavery in Eastern Asia. Yes. Um, tell us more about that. That's fascinating. Yes. So while I was at school, Destiny Rescue has been the organisation that I've been... Um, sponsoring and running events to pay, right, mm-hmm. uh, for them. Uh, so the, most of the funds that I, well, the events that I ran while I was at school. And on the last day, because I, on, well, when I was in year 12, last year, I, I was school captain, so I organized a few of the Destiny Rescue people to yep. come in. Um, and I noticed while they were given the presentation, the kids weren't particularly paying attention. Because, um, because, of various reasons why right? these guys are adults and they're kids yeah. and they are talking about something completely irrelevant to them because most of these people don't know how it feels like to be like captured and like used for for sex slavery and i i just got up there and put it in perspective to them like you don't care i told them you don't care because um because it's not you and it's not somebody remotely close to you that this has happened to yeah but imagine if it was Right, and so I started putting that idea into the head. Like you, it's it's sure you're not in that situation, but you're in a situation to help out somebody who is, and and it's no it's no biggie to you. So just give, right? That's give a really it. like it's a really important thing too, because I mean, sex slavery around the world is rife, and um, I think that we don't even really know the true extent of it, but it is. Mm. I mean, I have friends that work within the police force, um, especially mm. on this on this sort of subject. And I mean, I know from them itself that we what we know barely touches the surface of the true reality of the numbers that it's happening. Mm. Absolutely, absolutely. And so I'm I'm bringing that into the the stages that I go on and um, the talks that I do because. Um, it should be like awareness should be raised on that. So exactly. Yeah, no, definitely. Also, you opened up your own business, an online business selling gym equipment and accessories for both men and women. Tell us about that. Yes. Yeah, so it's how it's actually my, it was my starting point. Yeah. So um, I got in online business when I was in year 11. Um, and then after, while I was building it, um, the people I was in class with were telling me, like putting me down, right? Telling me to, to stop it. Like I'm wasting time. I'm wasting money. What is it going to go for? Right? It's never going to work. And you know, when these things happen, you, you tend to have two choices, either listen and, and think, you know what, the majority is saying it. So they must be right. Mm. Or you can go against that and not conform and do it because your gut tells you to. And that's exactly what I kept doing. Like I kept updating it and changing it um, to the point where I got it, I got it published um, and I got my first few sales and um, I reached out to the council over here and they, they publicized it. And it was, it was, that, that was like a turnaround moment for me yeah. because yeah. I didn't expect that to happen. Right. I just kept going because I wanted to, to make some sales, but then the, the media came on, um, onto it. 
so it was it was definitely an exciting time um and now it's it's still with me but now it has i'm getting it um some few more upgrades before it goes live again sure so what's up that one <laughs> that's so amazing what do you think mm. drives you at, at you know being so young i mean a lot of people talk these days about the youth sort of being you know disassociated with lazy. life and they, they're lazy and mm. too busy with social media and etc cetera, etc cetera. can you maybe give them some wise words on the reality of kids these days mm. so kids these days think that what they want to do majority of them think that what they want to do is so far out of reach that they have a few more years to figure things out right mm. they i have they have time like i have i have time i have time to work i'll, I'll work it out when i'm 20 when i'm 30 right and and that thinking process just leads you into being um, cornered into a position in life that you don't necessarily like. Mm. And what comes out of that is being um, um, unhappy because you're being given things that you don't want over time and you have no choice but to take them because you have no real clarity yeah. on what you really want. Right. Um, and so what I think should be, should be done more often especially with, with teens, is them just taking a few minutes a day, just asking themselves some, some few questions, like what am, I, what am I interested in? What do I want to do more of, right? And, and those questions spark up creativity, and um, creativity is obviously, sparks up curiosity too. Yeah. Um, and all it takes from there is just action, just go towards it. Go towards it. What you like writing, you like drawing? Awesome. How, how does that look like in, in terms of um, professionally, yeah. right? Um, and then just go to people who have those or who are in those industry already um, and contact them. Like, you've made it in this field. What did it take? Like, random questions um, that are actually, like, targeted to helping you out, yeah. right? But do it in a casual way so they can help you. So it's success is a choice. What That's can I right. say? people can can take it or they can leave it i think the big issue these days is social media has taken over everybody's lives and because children mm. you know teens and children are so involved mm. i mean because it really is something brand new for them and targeted at them Absolutely. that so many people and so many children and teens think that they really do need to make these huge life decisions you know, by the time they're 19. Mm. And I think that it mm. really puts pressure on them, way, way too much pressure. Mm. And it's more because they're then seeing people of their age or younger on social media, you know, having an absolutely successful life, making, earning lots of money by doing very little. Mm. And I mm. think that they, yeah, and I think that they think, they find that the pressure then comes back on them to almost you know, perform just as well, where, as you just said, you don't have to do that right now. You know what I mean? You can mm. wait till you're 20, 21 to 25, mm. 30 to really decide on what you want to do in life. Because what, I mean, I'm now 51 and what I've wanted to do over my life changed several times. Mm. You know what I mean? exactly. um, and, I, and, you know, I now love what I do and everything about my life is exactly where I want to be. So I'm really happy with that. 
There's actually, I love mm. this quote that you said, there is nothing greater than the chance to have a chance at something. Absolutely. Absolutely. That, rings so that quote is the foundation of, of why I do what I do. Cause it's, it's like you, there are people out there that are literally dying. And, mm. and I'm not saying this to, to bring on this podcast, like a negative fight, but literally dying and wish that they could have this opportunity that majority of the listeners here have, right? And then, and these guys are not, the, the listeners are not in a position to be um, slacking off, right? Because they're wasting really good opportunities um, right. and opportunities that could advance them, right? That could help their, because you're in the middle of a network, right? What mm -hmm. you do or say or don't do affects your network, whether you like it or not, right? So why not do something positive or try something new that could help somebody else? That's, right. that's the, the equation I'm trying to work out. Like people are in this awesome position. There was this person suffering or, or like not in a great position. And then you are in an awesome position to, do, to help out, reach out. That's right. Reach out and help. I've actually spoken about this before. Um, I mean, we, we just should be blessed and thankful that we wake up each day, purely just wake Absolutely. up to begin with. I mean, and then, you know, Absolutely. getting out of bed, we have legs that work and arms that work and a mind that works. And mm. because there are so many people on this planet that don't have even that opportunity to get out of bed each day. Um, mm. So we are very, very blessed. I mean, that quote that we just spoke about, it's about having a chance. I, I believe, I mean, I do a lot of things with my life. I'm a makeup artist. I've got this podcast. I work on a radio mm. station. I'm a photographer. I do an art. I do a wow. lot of things. Um, and a lot of people often say to me, oh, you're so talented. And oh, why, how do you get to do all these things? And how do you find the time? And it's because I've been given the chance. Mm. I never knew that I could Absolutely. do any of that stuff. But I just have and you enjoy it. You exactly. enjoy it. It doesn't feel like a job if you enjoy what you do. That's right. right? And I had like, I had a, a basic belief in myself that I could do these mm. things. So I I just tried. I just attempted it, and thankfully it worked. Mm. <laughs> mm. Absolutely. So it it it's interesting to see like the people I'm working with as well, like the clients I have, because I am a public speaking and mindset coach as well. Mm -hmm. And um, the clients I have are way older than me, like in their 20s, 30s, 60s, right? Yeah. And it's interesting to see that um, these people have, haven't interviewed themselves, haven't gone on a date with themselves, right? Yeah. And, and you can see it clearly by, by what has shown up in their lives, right? And it, it's really, really upsetting to see that but it's really encouraging as well because they they're trying to redirect that and they're trying they're, they've asked themselves these questions now yeah. right and it's it's just it could have saved them a lot of time because some of them have gone through through schools and and um, uni and careers that they that they weren't interested in mm. they were just funneled into it by by their family or friends right and at the end of that whole thing they get a paper saying you are this right and then they go into the workforce of that and they find you know what i don't actually enjoy this yeah but what happens from there they they they're they're unhappy and then they they slowly disengage and eventually quit and left with no job I basically think, a waste of time 
Yeah, definitely. I think that comes um, a lot into everybody's lives now and again is uh, regardless of what age, we are going to be in positions in life where we might be working and not enjoying it. We might be in a relationship and not enjoying it. We might be living somewhere and not enjoying it. Mm. We might, you know, surround ourselves with people that we that don't really sort of bring the best to our lives. Um, and a lot of us sometimes mm. really feel like we're stuck in that position. And the, the beauty of life is that we're not. We always have the opportunity, the choice, which is the most important word, the choice to be there or not. And it just takes affirmative mm. action to actually get a small change Absolutely. happening, which will then further down the track turn into a really big change in your life. And also, you're never too old to change. Absolutely. That's why the, the, as long as you keep taking consistent action towards the thing that you want, um, there, is, there is always hope. That's so. right. So I also, so with your presentations, um, basically they're ideally suited for those who want to create change in their lives, sharing your insight into philosophy, ethics, mindset, leadership, and also leading by example. And I truly believe that that's something that you're doing a very good job at is actually leading by example. For someone your age, it really surprises me that you're centered enough to ask yourself the questions of life. Mm. It's very important. It's really a, a a gift that can be that can be taught. Yeah, right? definitely. Um, I, I really wanna wanna reach as many people as I humanly can before you know before my time ends, right? And that's a long time away, but it's it's awesome that I started. I'm starting now. Yeah. Um, so I can more reach. Um, I've I've I wrote a a. A book that's coming out in in March. Um, it's called "You Speak Great," and it it just speaks about this whole thing: clarity, um, how to take immediate action after you figured out what you want to do. Um, and it's it's a real it's a real big one. So it's a March special. <laughs> what else are you gonna do? What's next? <laughs> <laughs> What things? Well, I I am planning a bunch of things that I um, that that's gonna be surprised. But one of them I'm going to let you know now is a a speaking trip in Sydney in a few days. So, oh, fantastic! <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so I, I'll be flying in, speaking at the business conference, and then coming back. That's amazing. To Melbourne. <laughs> I love that. So, Daniel, can you let the listeners know where they can find more about you? Mm -hmm. Sure thing. So, you can find me on just Google Daniel Diallo or on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Um, also, you can catch me at the Waterman Center where my office, where the office is. Um, and I'll be digital eagles guys so, and are you still yeah. with platinum speakers yes so that's and the platinum speakers so platinumspeakers.com.au book me through that yes yes fantastic yes, yes. that's so, so amazing so and also can um the tedx presentation breaking the stereotypes i really suggest the listeners yes. watch that one because i really did enjoy it it really it gave me hope 
for, for use. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank so you. Daniel, I'm, glad, I'm glad it did. I got something out of it. Oh, no, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. And just the confidence you had in, in actually presenting was mind-blowing at your age. It really was. So, Daniel, thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. And I'm very eager to see what comes of you in the future. I'm sure it's going to be very bright. Thank you so much for having me. Um, it's it's really a privilege being on, on these things because I, I get to reach and talk to more people that That's I wouldn't right. talk to otherwise. Right? So thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. No, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much again. And um, we'll speak soon. Have a great day. Awesome. Keep in touch. Bye. Thank you. Bye.